Hi, I'm Diane. And I'm Johnny. And you're listening to How to Start a Cult, the podcast about bizarre things and the people involved. Today, we're going to be talking about the U.S. government conspiracy of zinc cadmium sulfide spraying from 1952, and also Jonestown, the very famous Jonestown. Welcome to our first podcast. hear about this story from Fort Wayne. You've been telling me about this, but I just can't believe it's too, it's too bizarre to be true. Well, when I was a teenager, my aunt told me a story in very hushed tones about a rumor that our own government had flown over our hometown of Fort Wayne, Indiana, and sprayed the town with chemicals as part of some secret experiment. Whoa. That's a true story? Yeah, and I understand my aunt is a very civic-minded person, and the only reason she told me the story was that it made a point in an unrelated story that we'd seen on the news, and she'd commented that she didn't want to believe our government leaders didn't have citizens' best interests at heart. But this is where her voice went down. After what they did in the 50s, one had to wonder. What did they do? She didn't furnish details, and quite frankly, uh, she didn't want to discuss it openly. But anyway, I don't even remember what we were talking about last summer, John, when I told you about this encounter. But the Freedom Act of Information, the Freedom of Information Act of 1977, which revealed activities by our leaders, um, the incident readily came up when you Googled it. Do you remember that? I do. <laughs> I know it's funny, but you know what? I think that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's like going to be about things that are too bizarre to believe are true. But when you said it to me, you had a really serious face, so I knew. And of course, I just Googled on my phone, and lots of material came up about it. So, and I still have the puppet show that you made. <clears throat> Perfect. The puppet show was not involving spraying of chemicals and biological warfare testing, I hope. Um, it just had a little plane and a house and a, and a mother and two little kids. and then. Oh, my God, you're right. Babies. In the cafe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were being facetious. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what else happened? Well, okay, so here's an, uh, a wrinkle of interest for me. And in a related article by Warren Leary, it was published in the New York Times on May 15th in 1997. The headlines read, Secret Army Chemical Test Did Not Harm Health, report says. It seemed to make everything all right, but, and it's a big but, John. <laughs> <laughs> the headlines did contain the words Secret Army Chemical Test. And when I actually read this article, it made me feel much worse because after it explained why the secret experiment was done without knowledge, forget consent... Because zinc cadmium sulfide is easy to track as it spreads when viewed ultraviolently. Um, it went on to say that the officials stated that it was highly unlikely that people were exposed to high levels. And I didn't feel any better when Senator Wellstone neatly tied up the subject with the statement, many of our fears may not have been realized. Okay, so you're, you're telling me that did your aunt firsthand witness this or she, it was just like a legend that this happened, which is confirmed by the reports. Absolutely. It was a rumor, and she didn't even know the details. But you know how they say the word on the street, there's always a ring of truth to it. And although she <laughs> didn't live on the streets, I mean, the word had gotten around. Okay, so let's just let's just frame this. So Fort Wayne, second largest city of Indiana, central Indiana, maybe three hours from Detroit, three hours from Chicago. So it's in the middle of the, the homeland, the farmland. So you're saying this town, it's 1952, mm -hmm. people are just going to bed getting settled for the night, and in the darkness of this night, these airplanes are flying over and spraying chemicals. That's right. And how would they, how did they put two and two together to realize, well, A, that this had happened, and B, that it was um, toxic? 
Well, um, it, it was a mission, and that's why so many things came to light when the um, Freedom of Information Act came out in 1977, was passed in 1977, because that revealed these activities uh, by our leaders. And it was beyond the time that it was a, a threat to national security. Of course, if it was wartime, they wouldn't tell us, you know, where they're going to, you know, do the next thing they're doing. But this was something that happened on our homeland. Um, and now that you mentioned it, um, it wasn't just in Fort Wayne. They did it in Minneapolis. They did it in Winnipeg. They did it in St. Louis, in Fort Wayne, Leesburg, Virginia, and Monoclay Valley, Maryland. Huh. So, and some people thought maybe it was because of the lay of the land was the arbitrary way that they picked it. So they didn't take into consideration any of the citizens because it came down on everybody. And being that you actually are born and raised in, in Fort Wayne, I mean, I tend to think the geography of, of the area also happens to have a lot to do with maybe why they chose that area because the people are very spread out geographically it's a place where you sort of mind your own business and they might not be connecting all those dots um so was there an effect <laughs> no, I, did, I didn't mean <laughs> i did not mean to be like well, yeah i know well they did it in the new york subway system as well oh. so it's kind of scary that way <laughs> seriously um when I got on this website, I was appalled to find out that this is a drop in the bucket, John. Let's go ahead and move on because I think there's a, I think that there's a theme similar to this in our most famous story of the day, although we have two, our, our special edition on Jonestown. Jonestown. Tell us about it, Diane. So, for those of you who haven't really spent much time, you know, really looking at it. Outside um, of Iraq. Uh, yeah, that live, yeah, exactly. Um, it's the People's Temple Agricultural Project. It's better known as Jonestown. It's a remote uh, settlement that was established by the People's Temple. It's a cult. A cult? Yeah, a okay, cult. Okay, perfect, because we want to teach people how to do a cult. We're working on our own. We'll, well tell them, let's start with that. Well, this is really interesting because. About our cult. About our cult? Oh, yeah. We're starting a cult. We promise we won't inject anybody with radium. But we have to. It's just everyone comes in. They're welcome. Everyone, if you're listening to this, you are welcome to our cult. We actually got our um, inspiration from Jonestown. We don't know how our story ends, but we, we know that the theme is yellow. Mm -hmm. It's on a farm, also in Indiana. Cherry, yellow. And Insignia. there's lots of opportunity. Are you a farmer, contractor, architect? Artist. Artist. Professional. Baker, doctor, mm -hmm. Zumba teacher. Like, we're pretty much open to that, right? I mean, you and I are not running it. No, we're just collecting the... Um, we're managing. Yes. We're managerial. We actually might not be on site a lot of the time, but we love the idea of a cult because the not knowing what's going to happen to us and our children is kind of the fun of it, I think. <clears throat> Who doesn't love a cult? I mean, cults are fun. I mean, they're... It's hard to get people to join a cult, though, because we did put it out there on Instagram, and, you know, it was crickets. I mean, besides the drop by some, you know, really, really generous donor who, who airdropped a thousand yards of yellow satin, uh, John, you mentioned you wanted to make the ropes out of yellow. and yellow, Well, yellow and off-white off for the bandana, for the um, blindfolds. Yeah, I mean, Jonestown was, like, just so utopian and it was so accepted um until you know 918 people died in the settlement and uh at a nearby airstrip it gets a bad rap 
Well, it's it's a. Okay, okay. So, skip ahead. <laughs> yeah, let's definitely skip that let's part. Let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead to the part where. Who are the people that went there, thing. and why? Okay, well, this is where it gets kind of interesting, and this is where it kind of goes back into our uh, last story. Um, <laughs> You're not going to tell us what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. Um, it was a revolution. It was it was an event that was termed a revolutionary suicide. Jim Jones. By Jones and some members. Who was Jim Jones? Who was Jim Jones? Um, Jim Jones was a um, like a preacher. Yeah, but he was. But okay, that's what that's that's the Wikipedia story. That's the um, the the uh, accepted story. Okay, so the People's Temple was formed in Indianapolis, Indiana in 1955. What? It might have been the result of the Cicadium spraying. I mean, it might have been what made him crazy, but it purported to practice what was called a pop. A, a how do you say that, John? I, I can't see because my glasses. Apolic, like apostolic. 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 I can't pronounce Apostolic. Socialism. Socialism. Oh, like Rosario yeah. Cosia Cortez. Mm -hmm. Like Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. She would have loved Jonestown. You know, the government did love Jonestown when they were in the United Kiana. States. Oh, right. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, so listen to this. Okay, so to, to do this apostolic um, socialism, the temple preached that those who remained drugged with the opiate of religion had to be brought to enlightenment, which was in, their, in, in his um, idea was socialism. But he received considerable criticism in Indiana for his um, integratist view, so the temple moved to Red Valley, Redwood Valley, California, in the early 70s. The temple opened other branches in Los Angeles and, and San Francisco, um, which, uh, let's see, there's a whole bunch of places. Are we going to be able to edit this? Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, so, and they made their um, headquarters in San Francisco. So with the move to San Francisco, they, there came increasing political involvement by the temple to the high levels of approval they received from the local government. Mm. So they that it was like a real bait and switch. Like people really thought this was a great thing, similar to Nazism. Yeah, after the group's <laughs> participation um, proved instrumental in the <laughs> yes, yeah, similar to Nazism. Because he's so charismatic. I mean, how do you get uh, hundreds of people to like leave wherever they are and move to what was South America? Um, Guyana. But that's a really good question. <laughs> that's a really good question, John. Um, after the group's participation proved instrumental, instrumental in the uh, mayoral election victory of George Moscone in 1975, Moscone appointed Jones as the chairman of the San Francisco Housing Authority Commission. Mm, okay, so he had some clout. He did, um, and he was also he was also linked to the CIA later. Um, unlike many other figures who are considered cult leaders, Jones enjoyed a public support. He enjoyed public support and contact with some of the highest level politicians of the United States. Um, he met personally with the vice president candidate Walter Mondale and the first lady Rosalind Carter. Um, guests at a large '76 uh, testimonial dinner for Jones included testimonial dinner for Jones included Governor Jerry Brown, Lieutenant Governor Maryville Damali, and Assemblyman Willie Brown, among others. So I guess everything went cuckoo, cuckoo bananas out in the jungle mm. with the heat and all. Uh huh. Who could tell? Uh, they were fine when they left California. Okay, so these people are following this man. Is he religious? Are they worshiping him? That's kind of unclear. And and I and, and to tell you the truth, it looks uh, it, it looks like no, there's there are there are children of the the uh, followers who who were lived through it. They're still alive. 
and they told their story. So, I mean, apparently he was just really charismatic. But I didn't know he had all of this, um, you know, career or political backing he, from the beginning. Right, he did. And, and also, um, there's, there's a, okay, so what, we, what we're talking about right now is the socially acceptable explanation. Things were fine when they left California. He was charismatic. But um, I wondered what the story look, would look like without any spin. So mm -hmm. I kind of dug deeper into it. So judge for yourself. Um, John Jude's uh, a Philadelphia-based activist. He sees the CIA's MK Ultra and other mind control in Jonestown. So it wasn't just that he was charismatic, which he was. The CIA's MK Ultra program is also called Mind Control Program, mm. and it's the code name that was given to it. And it's and it's a program of experimentation on human subjects that were designed to designed and undertaken by the United States Central Control Agency, which were at times illegal. So they're saying that this was like a vehicle for them to do testing? And was Jim aware of it? Absolutely. He had ties to the CIA, and this was a CIA program, MK Alta, And, um, okay, so the Kool-Aid was reported by the means by which the deaths occurred. And, and they did say that some people look like they may have been injected in, the, in, in our official reports. Um, so it made it, but it made it look like um, cho some choice was made by the folks who died there. However, the Guyanese medical examiner testified that 80% of the 900 black North American bodies that he examined showed signs of forcible injection. Oh, so, so you're thinking that maybe it wasn't just Jim Jones and his thousand friends that were there, that there was another hand in it? Well, the, yeah, the, yeah, the hand, it seems that the hand in it um, because Jim Jones had CIA connections. Um, Larry Layton, which was, which was one of the Jonestown leaders, he was the head of the CBW, which is the Chemical Biological Warfare Research. Mm. And he was head of the research at the U.S. Army's Dugway Proving Grounds in the 1950s. Mm. And a, as an elder, he admitted that he gave $25,000 to the People's Temple. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like with the Freedom of Information Act of 1977, they all decided to go jungle. Hmm. That's interesting. That's a, that's a, that's a convenient timing. Mm -hmm. So, Jim Jones may, may not have intended to actually die. So maybe something happened. Because I remember, like, I've seen the films and everything, and he definitely was the last to die, but it was by gunshot. So, there's something to that. This is just opening up a whole can of worms for me. Me too. I, I've never been a conspiracy theorist. I know. No, I like the point that you made. It's not necessarily conspiracy. It's just facts are facts. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think when you're talking about aliens and things like that, I mean, there are certain sources that say it's fact or they used to work for this person and, and or the CIA or they're in a secret mission and they, they, they swear by it. But, I mean, those are things that you're going to hear on some, like, underground um, YouTube channels, etc. So we're not claiming that this is all fact. Let's just put that out there. Right. It's just some. It's just another side of it, you know. It's really interesting. If you know how things work, I mean, even on our own jobs, I know through my work that there are some things that come out in the press, and I'm like, I know most of the time the truth is actually directly opposite of what's being published. So, yeah. Um, what else are we going to talk about in our podcast, our new podcast, as it comes through? Well, I mean, we're <clears> open to the viewers if you want us. To dig for you, we certainly will, and we'll put it in our podcast because um, this is a subject that um, that John was really interested in, weren't you? Yeah. 
and I really enjoy doing the research. I get tired at the end of the day, so I'm not as lively as I am. I have, like, usually I am. I have a, a sore throat, but I just love our little setup in our podcast room. We're mobile. We can carry our podcast equipment with us. I'm thinking we're going to do Madeline McCain. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking we're going to do some Rachel Dolezal and other bizarre stories and the people involved. So we just want to say to everybody, have a great day. And hey, let's start a cult. Yay, we did it. CIA free cult. Yes. No one's going to think you're a conspiracy theorist. I hope they don't take your words out of context, Diane. Because you'll be on a list.